Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management at 7 o'clock in the morning London time on Wednesday the 2nd of February. OPEC meets and there's heightened interest because of the recent increases in energy costs. The politicisation of inflation in many parts of the world has meant that there is pressure for an increase in OPEC's oil output. Against that, OPEC may be weighing the projected increase in shale production coming through from the United States. Higher oil prices have a complicated impact on the global economy. This is not the 1970s, in two important ways. Oil is far less important to the global economy than it was, and OPEC now spends its oil revenues, whereas in the 1970s it saved them. This is important. An oil price increase transfers money from oil consumers to oil producers, and so the economic impact of that transfer depends very much on what oil producers then do with the cash that they receive. A high oil price does hurt some groups in society more than others. Generally, lower-income groups are more exposed to an increase in energy prices, for example, so there is a distribution effect. There may be some very indirect consequences of higher oil prices as well. In the US, one of the tightest areas of the labour market is for 16 to 24-year-olds, where participation in the formal labour market is low. This is the generation that's on TikTok advertising their merch links in bio retailing, something UBS still will not let me do. However, in the United States, this is a group that spends a disproportionate amount of money on gasoline. Higher oil prices could incentivize some in this group to re-enter the conventional workforce. US Federal Reserve President Bullard has joined the long list of Fed speakers this week, dismissing the idea of a 50 basis point move in interest rates at the Fed's March meeting. The March rate hike will have no impact on inflation because so much of today's inflation is in prices that won't respond to a Fed rate change, and because inflation will fall anyway. The Fed has no incentive to force growth below trend because there's no need to squeeze inflation out of the system as in the past. The inflation decline will happen naturally. Instead, the Fed is looking to run a monetary policy that will keep growth stable around its trend rate, as the overall pace of economic activity normalises. That does not require dramatic gestures, and the more hysterical alarm of those suggesting a 50 basis point move should clearly be ignored. We'll be getting euro area consumer price inflation for January, only the preliminary estimate, so none of the detail that makes economics interesting, Prices are expected to have fallen on the month. The Omicron effect is likely to be very small. Supply disruption is likely to be smoothed with inventories. And demand disruption is generally going to be viewed as temporary and thus is unlikely to be triggering any price changes. That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only.
As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways, and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services, Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at UBS.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.